So why do you celebrate Christmas? There's a lot of different reasons why different people celebrate Christmas, but why do you celebrate Christmas? I know a lot of people celebrate because they love the family aspect of Christmas. They say Christmas is a family holiday, and they really play up the family aspect, which is cool. Uh, I like family. I like getting together with family, but that's not exactly why we celebrate Christmas. In fact, if you don't have a family, you can still celebrate Christmas. Christmas is a great holiday to be with family, but it is not necessarily a family holiday. We don't celebrate just because of family. I know other people love to celebrate Christmas because of the food. Who here? Just food. Yeah. I mean, come on. We got cookies and fudge and all kinds of great stuff. A Christmas ham. Uh, The food is amazing, isn't it? But that's not why we celebrate Christmas. Other people love it because of the presents. Who really loves presents? Who's all about the presents? Yeah, yeah, and you can be honest, yes. I'll be honest with you, I was always disappointed in presents as a kid, and I'll tell you why, because I always thought these presents were going to be like a life changer for me. Whoever, like, yeah, the question, which is better, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, have you ever heard that question? Because it's like the anticipation or the actual present, and I always was like, Christmas Eve, oh man, I'm going to get this present, and this present is going to change my life. Who's ever felt like that about a present? And you just couldn't wait. Yes, you just couldn't wait for that present to come and you'd rip open it and you'd be like, my life has been changed. As a kid, that's how I always thought. And then I'd get this present. And you know what? It was pretty amazing. Until Christmas afternoon and I realized my life hadn't been changed. And because as a kid, I always built up Christmas and the presents I got as a kid Christmas actually started to come a downer to me because I knew that this present wasn't going to change my life and I was just going to be disappointed in the end because all my hope was in a present. So it's not the presents. As much as we love presents, it's not the presents. Some people just love Christmas because of the movies, right? That Christmas movie season and that age-old debate is die hard a Christmas movie. I'm curious as to the, how many people think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh, oh, we got a couple. We've got a few. Okay. All right. So some people love Christmas because the Christmas movie season, you just can't get enough of the Santa Claus one, two, three, or all the 50 different versions of Home Alone, Home Alone Again, Home Alone, Home Sweet Home Alone. I can't even remember all of the different Home Alones, but some people just love the Christmas movies. But let's face it, that's also not why we celebrate Christmas. Christmas is celebrated for one reason, and that is it's the birth of Jesus Christ. And some of you might be saying, big deal. I have a birthday too. I don't think people will celebrate it 2,000 years from now. So why 2,000 years later do we celebrate the birth of Jesus And it's really simple, that Isaiah 9 passage that we ended right there with. For unto you a child is born, unto you a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Because it wasn't just a random person that was born that day. 
It was God come in the flesh. And he didn't just come to hang out. It wasn't like a vacation. It wasn't a holiday for him. He, doesn't, he didn't decide to leave heaven to take on human flesh just so he could chill. He came with a purpose in mind. Uh, I love Paul Harvey. How many of you are familiar with Paul Harvey? He's an older guy, right? So, so some of you younger people, check out Paul Harvey sometime. He's really famous for, and now you know the rest of the story, right? That's a famous line. Now you know the rest of the story. And, and he used to tell the story about the man and the birds. The man and the birds is a story about this guy who was an atheist, and uh, his family was going off for Christmas Eve service, and he was like, bah, humbug. It's just a bunch of show. Why on earth would God ever come in the flesh? And so his family heads off, and they leave, and, and pretty soon he hears like these thuds up against his window. And he's like, oh, those, those rowdy teenagers, I'm going to go get them. And so he runs outside. No one's there. So he goes back inside, and he gets cozy again, and he wraps himself up in a nice warm blanket, and he starts settling in for the evening, and all of a sudden, thud, thud, thud. He's like, oh, those teenagers are at it again. He runs outside to get those teenagers, and no one's there. And all of a sudden, he hears the thud again. And he looks down the house, and he sees birds. On this cold, blizzardy evening, birds are trying to get into his house. Well, his heart breaks for these birds. They're cold. They need a warm place. So he opens up his barn, and he opens up the barn doors. And it's a nice, warm barn. And he tries to shoo the birds into the barn. And they won't go. He leaves a trail of breadcrumbs going to the barn. And they won't go. No matter how he tries it, he can't get the birds to go into the safe, warm barn. And then he starts thinking, if only I could be a bird, if only I could be a bird, then I could show them how to get into the safe, warm barn. And it is at that moment <clears throat> that the church bells begin to ring. And it dawns on him that God came in the flesh to show us. And I love that story, and there's, there's a portion of that story that's so true, but it falls short because God didn't come just to show us a better way. God didn't come just to show us the way to the safe, warm barn. <clears throat> he came because we sinned and rebelled against him. At some point in our life, every single one of us has shaken our fist at God and said, forget you, God, I want to do things my way. It reminds me kind of of a, my son used to love bell peppers, green bell peppers. He, he still does. He eats them like crazy. He loves them. And one day I was making salsa and I was cutting into a jalapeno. And he saw the jalapeno that looked similar to a bell pepper. And he said, I want a bite. I said, no, son, you don't want a bite. <clears throat> he said, no, Dad, I want that. I want to eat that. And we got in a bit of an argument. I was like, no, trust me on this. You don't want to eat this. He's like, no, I do. I, it's, 
It's so yummy. I know. I love those bell peppers. No, it's not a bell pepper. It's a jalapeno. No, I want it. Well, after arguing with him for so long, I finally decided the only way he's going to really truly understand what I'm talking about is if I let him eat that bell pepper. So in a classic parenting win, I was like, okay, son, here you go. There's your bell pepper. He was begging for a glass of milk. My son thought he knew better. And so in his rebellion, he ate a jalapeno, and his mouth was on fire. We're very similar to God in that aspect. Like, we rebel against God. We think that we know better than God, and we say, No, God, you don't know what's right for me. I know what's right for me. Give me the stinking jalapeno. And because of that, there is a separation between us and God. So God didn't come in the flesh just to show us a better way. He came to bridge the chasm that is between us and him. Because every single one of us has rebelled. Every single one of us has said, forget you, God, give me my jalapeno. Every single one of us deserves death. So God came in the flesh to pay the price for our rebellion so that we can once again enjoy a perfect relationship with him. And the only thing you need to do, you can't earn it, the only thing you have to do to enjoy that relationship is to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ who on Christmas Day, was born in the God born in the flesh so that he could live a sinless life and take the penalty for your sin. Yes, Christmas is an awesome holiday with great food. It's, it's awesome to be with family. The presents are amazing. But you could be alone by yourself and still celebrate with no food at all because Christmas is all about the day God took on flesh to pay the price for your rebellion. Dear Lord, we thank you so much. For that day, you took on flesh. You could have isolated yourself. You could have said, fine, just let them be stuck in their sin. Let them be slaves to their sin. Let them be stuck in their rebellion. And yet you didn't. You came to this earth not just to show us a better way, but to take on the price of our rebellion. And we pray that you would help us to remember that. To continue to grow in who you have created us to be. And to live in that perfect union with you because you enabled us to do so. In your name we pray, amen.